0: Vajanulambhato bhujokanakabhadato sankirtanayakapitaro kamalaya takshur vishvambaro dvijabharo yuga dharma palo vande jagat priyakaro karunabhutaro vande jagat priyakaro karunabhutaro vande shikrishna chaitanna nityananda stodito Gurudai Pushpabanto Chitrosandotamanudu Sri Gaur Sundar ki Jai Sri Gaur Purnima Motsavati Te ki, jay. Gaur ki jay. Gaur jai, 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 jai Gaur Bhakkata Vrinda ki Jai Gopre Manandi Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nitananda Jai Advaita Chandra jaya Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nitananda
1: so it's traditional on this day, the appearance day of Sriman Gursundar, to recite the description of the Leela of Lord Chaitanya's appearance from Chaitanya Chaitanya or Chaitanya Bhagavat in many temples, and they will sing this with Kirtan, so many verses. So tonight I'll recite them in Bengali and then discuss the, the significance. So, Joganath Mishra Putni Sachira Udare Ashta Kanya Krame Huila Jonme Jonme Mare. Before the birth of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Ashtakanya Kanya Krame Huila. Krame means step, step by step, one after another means. Before the appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Ashta Kanya Krame Huila. Eight Kanya. Kanya means daughter. Girls. Sachi Mata had eight daughters. Udare. Within her womb. Jagannath Misra Patni Sachira. So the Patni means wife of Jagannath Misra. Her name is Sachi. In her womb, udare Ashtukanya krami huila. One by one, eight daughters appeared and janmi Janme mare. Mare means die. They all died. So, previous to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance, Jagannath Mishra and Sachi Mata, there were eight daughters' miscarriage. At least it appeared as such. We should know that we have a prominent sense of immaculate conception. But in Gaudiya Vaishnavism, while we have the concept of immaculate conception, we also have a wealth of theology to explain that. It may be hard to rationalize the idea of the Immaculate Conception. But in Gaudiya Vaishnavism, at least we have a wealth of theology to explain how such a thing takes place. I haven't seen the same in Catholicism, where we have also the conception of of Immaculate Conception. But we're kind of left just to believe in that. But in Gaudiya Vaishnavism, how it takes place, what's involved what different shaktis of Krishna are in play to bring this about. And so, this is with regard to Krishna or any avatar, any principal avatar of Krishna, Ram, Krishna, Ram and Krishna in particular, Ramchandra, this Ram, and also Revati Ram, Bal Ram, Rohini Nandan Ram, this Ram, and Krishna, they all have a human-like appearance. Narasimha, that's another thing. Braha, Gurma, (laughs) all these other avatars, it's something a little different. But Krishna's human-like appearance and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna himself. So, in all of these human-like, the more human-like they are, then the more the symptoms that are Relative to human interaction, in this case, childbearing, come into play. When Jashoda became pregnant with Krishna, then she suddenly she was very controlled. She was householder, but very controlled. So controlled that for one year, she and her husband, at her own recommendation, performed the dwadasi Brat for one year, long time, this vow, like we do a Kadasi Brat, a dwadasi Brat, but very strictly they followed this. Difficult to follow. So the idea is that her senses were very controlled. But when she became pregnant with Krishna, she developed a hankering to taste sweets and Laglu and uh, Ladu and Gulabjaman, Burfi, Sandesh, all these things. <laughs> Suddenly, her tongue became difficult to control. You see, it is very human-like in every sense of appearance. But because we know something about Krishna consciousness, we like to hear this. You yeah, see, I smile on everybody's face. If we are talking about ordinary lady developing, wanting to eat pickles at night... <laughs> When she's pregnant, suddenly some in the middle of the night wants some ice cream or something, and we won't all be smiling about that. That's going on everywhere. But when Mother Yashoda is feeling like that, we understand all of this. Krishna is coming. <laughs> so, very human-like the circumstance must be for Krishna to make his appearance in human society. And that human-like appearance is very, very charming because he is Bhagwan. He is God. When he acts like a human, that becomes so charming. If he's just acting like God, then that's to be expected. But when he acts like one of us, then he's approachable. It looks like he needs help. He's a young boy. We have to help him. Mother Jasoda is thinking. Nanda Maharaj is thinking. So in this way he makes himself more available allows these devotees to come closer to him. That is Krishna. Krishna is that face of the Absolute that allows the jiva soul to come as close as you can get to God, to embrace the heart of God. So although it has a completely human appearance, the birth of Krishna, the birth of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in so many respects, it has nothing to do with that. There is no kind of human chemical, biological exchange that causes Krishna to appear, causes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to appear in the heart, in the mind, in the heart, first in the heart of of Jogunatha Mishra, and then from his heart to the heart of Satchi, and then her stomach is growing. So similarly now, the eight miscarriages, this is all a divine arrangement, and so their longing to have a child is increasing and increasing. Sachimatta Jagannath Mishra. They are Jashoda and Nanda Maharaj from Krishna Lila coming in Gaur Leela. This is the family name of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Mishra. Brahman name from Bengal. Aptya Bhurakhe Mishr Dhuki Hoi Putra Lagi Aradhila Bhishnura Charan so, here, this is a, a nice example. They are devotees, Jagannath Mishra, Mata. This is unfortunate circumstances. Eight daughters dying in their duki, distress. It says here, Jagannath Mishra was duki, hoilaman, in his mind he became unhappy. This is a, unfortunate circumstances. So, what did he do? Putralagi Aradhila Racharan, Worship the lotus feet of Vishnu. So in happiness or distress, the devotees approach the Lord. We'll see here in his distress, jagnath Meera approached Vishnu. And in his joy, which is forthcoming, he's going to get two sons. He'll also approach the Lord. And some people approach the Lord when they're unhappy. But when things are going well, When they don't think about him. This is not the standard of the devotee. So he approached, he took Vishnu Charan, Aradhila, Vishnura Charan. He worshipped the lotus feet of Vishnu. And with a desire to have a son. Tade Putra Junmila Vishwar Upnam. Maha Gunavan Tingho Baladeva Dham. So, what happened was, he got a son, Tarnam Vishpurup. His name was Vishpurup. Tabe Putra Janmila Vishpurup Nam. So then a son was born to him, and he was named Vishpurupa Mahagunavanteha. And he had possessed all wonderful qualities. Indeed, Baladeva Dham. He was Balram himself. Before Krishna appeared, who came first? Balaram. Bodhabhai. He's the elder brother. And Baldev, he is the personification of the Sandini Shakti. Sandini Shakti. In the Swarup Shakti, the internal energy of Krishna, there's three divisions Ladini, Sambit, Sandini. Ladini means joy, Alad. Sambit means cognitive, knowing, and Sandini existence. So Baldev, he expands the Dham. The Dham is a manifestation of the Sandini Shakti, and the presiding deity of that Sandini Shakti is Balram. Basudev Krishna, presiding deity of Sambit, and Srimati Radhika, presiding over Ladini. So as Baladevi expands the whole spiritual sky, and in his expansion as Mahasankarshan, he expands as the Vishnu's and the whole material world. So he makes the place for Krishna. He first came in the womb of Devaki, that prepared it for Krishna's appearance. So first an expansion of Balram, Vishparoop. Was born to Sachi and Jagannath Mishra. He had all the good qualities, indeed Baladeva Dhammi, Baladeva himself. Baladeva Prakash, Paravyome Sankarshan, Tengho Vishver Upadan Nimitta karan. So, some now philosophical explanation of who is Balaram or any of his expansions is given. He says, Baladever Prakash, as a manifestation, Prakash, of Baladev, Parupyomi Sankarshan, Tenyavishver Upadan Nimitakaran. This is as I just explained. He says, He is known as Sankarshan in the spiritual world. That is another name for Balram. Sankarshan, Balram, Sankarshan, Sankarshan. It also means bringing together. He brings together the family of Rohini and Devaki in Krishna Leela. Because he's the son of Rohini but living in Braj with Mother Dasoda under her care. Unites the families. Sankarsana. He has the power to draw Krishna. It's like Gurudev has the power to bring Krishna into our lives and draw us to Krishna. So sankarshan in Vishver Upadhan Nimitakaran, As far as the material world goes, he is the Upadhan and He is the efficient and the ingredient cause. Just like if you have a pot of clay, then the potter is the cause in one sense, but the clay itself is also the cause. So there's this material energy that is his own energy and it's manifesting as the world. He's both the nimitta and Upadankara These the technical terms. It means that he's involved in every every aspect of it. And a nice verse is coming here. First, tanga bhai kichu nahi deki ar Vishparup naam ye Tanghar. so he says, taṅhāp bai Vishve kichu nahi deki ār, the gigantic universe is called the Vishparup of the Lord, and ato eva Nam naam ye tanghar so thus we do not find anything within the cosmic manifestation except the Lord himself. He's giving me some idea of how all-encompassing is this Baldev and Vishparup. He quotes a verse from Bhagavatam. Bhagavati This is a verse from the 15th chapter of the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. After Balram killed Tenukasura. Dinukasura was a demon in the shape of an ass, keeping the tal fruits. In talwan one means forest, forest of tal fruits, very sweet and succulent fruit, and he was not letting anyone go there. Him and his friends were eating the fruits only. But Krishna's friends, they wanted Krishna to taste those fruits. So in prem in love, they said, we are hungry, we want to taste those fruits. They actually don't want to taste the fruits themselves. But two things. One, they want Krishna to taste them. They also know that if we taste them, Krishna will be happy. This is praying. This is love. (laughs) You see a beautiful fruit on a tree, you want to taste it. They are so in love with Krishna that they know if we taste nice fruits, Krishna will be happy. Therefore, they taste (laughs) it. Otherwise, they have no interest in tasting the fruits. And they want Krishna to taste them. Not only that, that big brother balram is he a big brother in name only or is he actually big so far we have seen krishna has killed so many demons the cowherds are thinking coward boys krishna has killed so many demons balram is his elder brother every morning we go to the forest cowherding every morning mother dear says now baldev you protect him you are the older brother Watch over him very carefully. You protect him. But what we are seeing every day is that Krishna is killing one demon, killing another demon. And what have we seen from Balram? This is Sakirasa. In Sakirasa, these boys, they would challenge Krishna, challenge Balaram. What kind of big man are you? Secondary rasa, chivalry, biraras is very compatible with Sakirasa. So we find this very prominent, the boys tightening their belt and making a challenge for fighting and so they challenge Balaram. Are you really the big? What have you done? There is a big demon there, we cannot go and eat the fruits. Why don't you do something about it if you're so strong? In <laughs> Balaram, the ego is getting bigger and bigger. Yes, I'm big, I'm Balaram. I will go there. <laughs> so Balaram going along with Krishna. To kill Dena Kasur and so many of his friends, and after the Kaur is killed, then this verse is spoken about him. it says, oh, seeing your prowess and how you kill this is your position, just as a cloth this verse says is woven, then one weaving this way, one weaving this way, so you are throughout the universe like that, crossways everywhere, the whole universe is woven together by you. Your influence pervades everything in the whole universe, lengthwise, breadthwise. You are the supreme God. You exist directly and indirectly within everything we see in the entire cosmic manifestation. They say this, and therefore they say, and so what you've done here is not very wonderful to kill a few asses. (laughs) We're not surprised. This is your position. Perhaps Sukadeva has said it. but So in this way here, Krishna's Kabiraj Goswami is helping us to understand the position of Ram. Now, Vishwarup is a partial manifestation of Balram. And of course, after he takes birth, after some time under the influence of Char, he goes and takes sannyas. And then he leaves the world. And he, where does he go when he leaves the world? Where did Vishwarup go? Into Nityananda Prabhu, who is Balram himself. Not Balaram Prakash, Baldevir Prakash. We hear Vishwarup is the of Balaram Prakash, the manifestation. But Nityananda Prabhu is Balaram himself. So he merged into Balaram from whence he came. So you should understand Nityananda Prabhu is a real brother of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Because of the Leela, it was arranged like this, that Vishwarup would come, his Prakash would come as Vishwarup, and then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would come. So, anyway, they got this son, this son, who is this son? Atayeva Prabhu Tanre boro Krishna Balaram Dui Chaitanya nitai. You can understand. Therefore, Ataiva Prabhu Tanre Mbhole boro Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu calls him boro older brother. It's also saying, that because of all these things, who he is, what is his position? Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu calls him big brother. He's a big fellow. Nityananda Ram and Vishvarupa. His actual position has been, been explained to us. Like the whole universe is threaded together like a cloth. He's the cloth going this way and going that way. Everywhere. Such is his position. Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu calls him big brother. Older brother. Poterabhai. Krishnabalaram Dui. Chaitanya, these two, Chaitanya and Nityananda Prabhu, of whom Vishwaroop is a, Nityananda's Prakash, these two are Krishna and Balaram, he says. Putrapanam Dampati huila Ananditaman Visheshe Shevon Kore Govinda So the Putrapanam uh, Dampati huila Ananditaman. Husband and wife in Jagannath Misra and Sachi. Having gotten Vishwarup as their son, they were very happy. And so what did they do? kore They served the feet of Govinda. It's like they prayed to the Lord for a son, and they were so distressed, having lost so many daughters, then they got the son, and they were very happy. They rendered service to the lotus feet of the Lord. And these words are significant here. And in the further sense, viṣeṣeṣeṣevaṁ kare Govindacharan. It implies that their situation with regard to giving birth to the son, Vishvarūpa, and eventually now coming Chaitanya Mahābhavu, Vishwambara is exactly like what took place between Jasoda and Nanda Maharaj, with Devaki and Vasudev, in relation to giving birth to Krishna. This is the idea, chodha chai sakhe shesha magu Joganata joganath deha krishnera prabeshe So, this gives exact time then, Chodashata chai shakha so in 1406 of the Shakha era, which corresponds with 1485 in our calendar. Shesh Magmase, at the end of the month of Mag. So this is that time now. End of the month of Mag. Jagannath, Sachira Dehi, Krishna of Pravesh. Krishna entered the bodies of Jagannath, Mishra and Sachi. So this is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance. So Vishwarup was born, they worshipped the lotus feet of Govinda. Vishesh, govinda Charan. And now this is happening. Krishna is coming. In a spiritual way, in other words. This means like diksha, initiation. Guru has Krishna in his heart. He transfers the seed of that into the heart of the disciple. So in the heart of Jagannath Mishra, the Krishna conception came. Shuddha Shatpa fully manifest in his heart and transferred to the heart of Sachi. And Chaitanya about to appear Nijra ko he sachistane dekhi anvita jyotir maya deha geha lakshmi adishtith Jagannath said to Sachhi I see wonderful things dekhi anri to jyotir maya deha geha lakshmi adishtith I see wonderful things your body is effulgent and it appears as if Lakshmi we're staying personally in my home. So wherever there is Narayan, Lakshmi must be there. So his house was being transformed. Anywhere and everywhere I go, he says, people offer me respect. Even without asking, they offer wealth to me, Clothes, rice, Suchi So Sachi says, Muni dekhe akash upare, Dibbya murthi lekha shabha jena stuttikare. Sachi says, I see dekon akash upare. Up in the sky, I look and I see Dibbya mean like demigods, the forms of divine beings in the sky, I'm seeing. And Lok Shab Jinas Tutikori. They're making stuttikori. They're making beautiful prayers. Offering prayers in praise. So all the demigods they know. Krishna as Chaitanya is appearing in, from her and they're offered, she sees them in the sky offering so many beautiful prayers. Just like before Krishna's appearance then there's so many prayers from the demigods. Beautiful, meaningful prayer. Jagannath Misra Kohe. So, the Jagannath Misra, he says, Swapna jedekila de jutirmai dham mora hudai pashila. He says, Swapna means dream. So, Swapna jedekila. De In a dream, I saw jutirmai dham mora hudai pashila. I saw the effulgent abode of the Lord enter my heart. Amaral ridhoi Hoithe. Gela, Toma Rihoi, Hena, Bchi, Janmiben, Khan, Maha Shahe. From my heart, it entered into your heart. Therefore, I can understand that a great personality will soon take birth. Etto Balli, Dunghe, Hoohi, Horroshita Han, Shahala Gramu, Sheva Kode. So in their house they had the shalagram because they were Brahmins. So all the Brahmins had the shalagram, you know shalagram. So they worshipped him with great joy and happily they served their household shaligram. Huite Trash. So Huite Huite Huile Garba. So, as she became pregnant, and that pregnancy lasted for thirteen months, really it's nine or ten months, but thirteen months extended pregnancy and so, there was some concern because Tatapi there was no sign that they was going to was going to take birth, so Jagannath measurehra was a little apprehensive thirteen months. so, what to do so nilambar, chakrabarti kohila goniya, a. E Mashe Putra Hobe Shubukshanapana. So Nilamba who is the grandfather of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, I think on Jagannath Mish's side, he was an astrologer, so he did the Jyotish calculation and he said that an auspicious moment is coming. In other words, this child is waiting in the womb for a particularly auspicious moment to appear. And the implication of his staying there for 13 months is that he's not under the force, any force other than his own influence to appear, not under the force of karma to take birth. He's waiting for a particular time to appear and drawing attention to himself in this way. So he saw in this chart there's a particular moment coming and and this child will appear at that moment. So he gives the calculation. Chodashata Mash Jay Puna shandya Hile So thus in the year fourteen oh seven of the Shak era, that's fourteen eighty-six, because he entered the womb in fourteen eighty-five. In fourteen oh six Shak era. In the month of Falgun, in the evening of the full moon day, the desired auspicious moment. Arrived, so he entered on practically one year ago at the end of the, mosh, magmash, the month of a One year plus, one month. thirteen months. That moment of, arrived, and Mahaprabhu made his appearance. Prabhupada comments says in his in commentary, he presented the horoscope of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So those who are who know about that can study the horoscope of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Singhalasi, Singhalagna graha Gan, Shadvarga, Ashtavarga, Sarva Sulakshan. So, some details of that are given. According to the Jyotir Ved, which is the astrological Ved, the birth moment of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was described in this way. The moon was in Leo, which is the figure of the lion, the great leader. Leo was the ascendant. Several planets were strongly positioned, and the Varga and Ashtavarga showed all auspicious influences. So, you have to know something about astrology too appreciate these technical terms. So, ākālanka gaur chandra dila darshan sākālanka chandra ār kon Prayojan. So, there's ākālanka and sākālanka so, ākālanka gaur chandra, sākālanka chandra is compared to a moon but ākālanka gaur chandra chandra means moon so the moon of gaur is ākālanka without any blemish so moon is beautiful and bright, but there are some marks on it. But the moon of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had no such kalanka. So when the moon of Gorchandra he gave his darshan, dila darshan, when he showed himself to the world, then sa kalanka chandra kon prayojan. Then the ordinary moon, which was full at that time, there was no need for him, became diminished. He was no longer necessary. <laughs> He's saying... When a spotless moon of Gaur Chandra gives his darshan to the world, what is the need for an ordinary moon that has spots on it? And so, etha Rahu kahila chandvera grahana Krishna Krishna hariname vashitri bhuvan. So, thinking like this, Rahu, who's a malefic planet, demonic planet, he covered the moon. He's like the shadow. He covered the moon. He got in the way. What is it? Even the demons, you see, This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He turns even the demonic into devotees. So even from the time of his birth, the demons are also coming to serve him. The demonic is saying, what is the need for piety with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance? What is the value of your ordinary piety? Normally the pious sector can say, we are better than the impious. But when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu comes and gives Krishna prema, Krishna bhakti, which is a far, far beyond material piety, then the impious have the right to say, Who cares for your piety? What is the value of your piety? In comparison to what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was teaching. And they're right. So Rahu came and covered the moon. it means there was an eclipse of the moon. So ordinarily this is considered inauspicious when Rahu has influence over the moon. And therefore, everyone took the auspicious chanting of Krishna naam so they said, Krishna, Krishna, Hariname, Vashitubha. And the whole world was chanting Krishna Nam. So that would be the practice, and it is today even, when there's an eclipse of the sun or moon, and people in India, they stay inside, and there are so many regulations, what they should and shouldn't do. But in all of that, the best thing to do is to chant the holy name of Krishna. And it means also that, just like one of my godbrothers once asked Sridhar Marsh, if he could wear a a kowacha to protect himself from evil influences. The Kavachava is a little amulet and you put the mantra on paper of Narasimha and you, wear that. you wanted to wear that to protect himself from inauspicious elements. And Siddhartha Maharaj said, We are not concerned for that. We chant Hare Krishna and that turns inauspiciousness into auspiciousness. What did Kunti Devi say? Vipada Tatra Yashashvat Tatra Tatra jagat Guru Vipada means in auspiciousness. She said, Oh, you know, we had such difficult times, myself and my sons, the Pandavas. If you study Mahabharata, you see they were put into such difficulty, the Pandavas and Kunti. But she says, You know, at that time, we were put in great danger, but at that time, we remembered you so intensely. Therefore I say, Let all dangers come. Let all danger come, because it causes greater remembrance of you, all the better. Because remembrance of you, that does away with all danger. That does away with the danger of birth and death. So this Krishnanam can turn inauspicious things into auspicious. Inauspicious events or influences made auspicious. So we're learning this from the very appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Rahu is covering the moon, it's inauspicious, but causing everyone to chant the holy name. And going to the Ganges and bathing and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was making his appearance in this way. The whole world is chanting Krishna Even the Muslims were chanting, making fun of the Hindus. Krishna, Krishna. Joy, Jai, Dwani, Huila, Shakalabhuvan. So the sound could be heard everywhere. All glories, all glories to the vibration of this Krishna Nam, the sound of Krishna purifying the whole world. Chamatkar Huiya, Lokha, Babimanam, Mane Man. During this lunar eclipse, everyone's mind was struck with wonder, chanting the holy name of Krishna. Jagat bariya lok boli hari hari chani gaur krishna bhumi So, the whole world was fulfilled and chanting, Hari-hari, at that time, gaur krishna bhumi He descended onto the earth. So, with his appearance, he's... Stressing this chanting, so we should not avoid that. He caused the whole world to chant Hare Krishna, and then he appeared. So with his appearance, how much more we should chant the holy name? And if he should disappear from the world as he did, how oh, much more we should chant the holy name? In separation. Prasanna khila shab jagat mbole Hindu khasya javan. So, as I mentioned, the whole world was pleased. While the Hindus chanted the holy name, uh, the Muslims also chanted, joking, making fun of the Hindus. So everyone was chanting. Hari Boli, Nari Gan, Dei Hula Huli, Sarge Chakori, Deva Kutu Huli. So all the ladies, they chanted the holy name of Hari, both on earth and in heaven. And, and in the heaven, dancing, the ladies danced, and there was music. And this way all the demigods were very curious. prasana huila lash dik prasana nadijal So, in all directions, uh, everyone became happy, and they were bathing, and the rivers also were jubilant, and the waves, waves of the rivers were rising and dancing, it was like the river was, was dancing. It means all the inanimate things like rivers are considered, and it became animate. It looked like the waves were just jumping, but the river was dancing in ecstasy. This is the idea. Moving and non-moving beings, they were overwhelmed with joy. And then the meter here changes, and Vishnu's uh, Skaviraj Kau, Swami sings, Udyagiri Purna Chandra Kripakari Nash Tri jagat Rulas Jagabori Hori dhvani Hai. So by his causeless mercy, the full moon Gorohari rose in the district of Nadia, which is compared to Udyagiri, is where the sun is first visible. His rising in the sky dissipated the darkness of sinful life, and thus the three worlds became joyful and chanted the holy name of the Lord. Shei Koli Nijalai Utia Adweta so in Shantipur, Advaita Charja, he began dancing like a madman in his house. No one could understand what was motivating him. And Haridas Tako was with him, so seeing Advaita dance, he also danced along with him. And they chanted Hare Krishna, Krishna naam But why they were dancing, no one could understand. Dekhi uparāgahase shigra gana ghatte dila gangas Pan panu-uparaga-chale, apanar mano brahman here dila Nanadan Seeing the lunar eclipse and laughing, Advaita and Haridas, they went to the Ganga and they bathed in the river with great joy, taking advantage of this lunar eclipse, Advaita, Acharya, by his mental power, distributed all types of charity to the Brahmins. Jagata namo diki mane sabishmae tharo thare khaye haridas to ma rakhinchano longo morman porashana diki kichu khate accheba. When he saw the whole world was jubilant, Haridas Takur, his mind was filled with wonder. And indirectly, by various uh, indications of sign language <laughs> and also directly, he expressed himself to Advaita, your dancing and distributing charity are very pleasing to me, I can understand that. There is some special purpose in these actions. So Haridas was actually under the tutelage of Advaita before Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared. He was senior in age to Mahaprabhu, and uh, he had taken shelter of the great aristocratic Brahmana Advaita Charja in Shantipur. Acharya Ratna Shiva Shaila Oila Manishukalas Joyistan Kaila Ganga
0: Anandevi Nanadan Koilo monobale.
1: So, Ratna, shivas hoile Mone, shukolas. Their minds became filled with joy. Joy is nan ganga jale. So they went to the ganga and they took their bath there. Ananda vibhal Their minds became overwhelmed with ananda kore hari shankirtan. And they made hari Sankirtan chanting the names of the Lord. Nanadan Koilo monobale and also in their minds they gave in charity so it will be carried out physically later when in their <coughs> minds they, they gave in charity a motto bhakta tati ye deshe
0: sthiti tahan tahan panar manu bhale natce kori sankirtan anandevi bhavan man tan kore grahane
1: chale so a motto bhakta tati in this way all of the bhaktas, yandra yedheshe in whatever place they were situated within the countryside, all who were actually devotees, because so many devotees of Mahāprabhu, Krishna's associates, they came before him to make arrangements, to take their part in the līla that was about to take place. So they were in different locations, but these are all eternal associates of Mahāprabhu, so they could understand something's happening. They were in some kind of yoga-māyā not understanding that they were actually Krishna's eternal associates. They could sense something wonderful is happening. And so, naturally, they they began to chant, Nache, Kauri Sankirtan, the Sankirtan. the minds, Ananda man the minds became overwhelmed with joy, Daan Kare, grahan So they gave in charity, like Advaita done, like Shiva's. Haridas can't give in charity, he doesn't have anything. These were all householder devotees. Uh, they had... So in this way, externally, overtly, on the play of there being a lunar eclipse they gave in charity, but with such quantity and so overwhelmed with joy they were, that it was really on account kind of the special occasion of Mahabhavu's appearance, the appearance of the full moon of Gocchandra. Brahmana sajana nari nana thali bhari oila yottu yena kauncha, Deki Bala Kerumuti Ashirvad Koreshukopan so all sorts of respectable gentlemen and their ladies, carrying plates filled with various gifts, came with their presentations, seeing the newborn child, whose form resembled natural glaring gold. And all of them happily offered their blessings. Sarvitri Kori Saraswati Ramba, Narigan patra bhari, vesha dhari, so dressing themselves as wives of brahmanas, sovitri gori, Saraswati, Sachi, Ramba, Arundati, all these great women of the universe gauri wife of. Shiva and Saviti, daughter of the sun, Saraswati, goddess of learning, wife of Brahma, Sachi, Indradev's wife, Ramba, Arundhati, all these ladies came and heavenly goddesses and they dressed themselves like wives of Brahmans and came to offer gifts to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Antarikshet Devagan, Gandharva Shidhacharan, Studinitya Kore Vadjagita, so, so the Gandharvas, the Siddhas, the Charanas, these are all like sub demigods. Within heaven they offer uh, all types of prayers and beautiful words. From outer space they were. It remains. All these groups. And similarly, in Nabadweep city, all the professional dancers and musicians and blessers gathered together and danced in great joy. From heaven and earth and outer space, everywhere in between, everyone is overwhelmed with joy. Keba ase keba jai, keba nache keba gai, shambolite nare karubol kandi.
0: Lekha dukkha purita loka
1: mishra khvila anande bhivala No one could understand who was coming and who was going, who was dancing and who was singing. No one could understand one another's language. Yet, all unhappiness and lamentation were immediately dissipated and all people became jubilant. Thus, Jagannath Mishra also became overwhelmed with joy. Achadiratna Shivas, Jaganatu Mishra Pasha, Ashitanre Kori Sha Bodhan, Kori Karma, Yei, Achila Vidididharma, Tobe Mishra, Kori Nanadhan, Sachandrasekhar, so Shivas Thakur, they both came to Jaganat Mishra and got his attention, and thus they performed the various rituals relative to the birth. and Mishra also gave
0: in charity.
1: So whatever riches Jagannath Mishra had collected in the form of gifts and presentations whatever he had in his house, he distributed to it among the Brahmins, professional singers. Dancers, bhartas, and the poor. He honored them all by giving them riches and charity. Shiva's wife, Brahmani, naam tāndra Malini, a Ratnera, potni sanghe, sindura,
0: horitra drat, toila, khoyak, Kola nari kela,
1: diya puje, nari The wife of Shiva says her name is Malini Devi, and she was accompanied there by the wife of Chandrasekhar, and other ladies, and in great happiness they came to worship the baby with paraphernalia, such as vermilion, turmeric, oil, fused rice, bananas, and coconuts. So, this actually concludes the description of the birth of and Mahapur, and Krishna's Kaviraj then goes on to describe various things that happened after the birth of and was name-giving, and so on and so forth. Are there any questions?
0: Maharaj, I have one question. Yeah. If there is no any difference between the name, the form, the quality, and the paraphernalia, the Supreme Personality, right? So why, when we chant the mantra, why we cannot see Him personally, like a Bhagavan and have a relationship like that
1: personally? Because, First of all, there's no difference between Krishna and his name. But there's still a difference too. The difference is that the name is more merciful than Krishna, because even though we cannot see the form of Krishna, the name of Krishna comes to us. But in substance there's no difference between the name and Krishna. But there is Nam, Aparad, Nam Abhash and Shudhanam. So when we say Krishna and his name are non-different, we're talking about Shudhanam, the pure name, not just a reflection of that name or a defective, so to speak, representation of the name. So what we want is Shudhanam. Shudhanam, the pure name, is non-different from Krishna. But beneath that, there are representations of the name that aren't pure. And the person Krishna doesn't wholly correspond with those manifestations of Nam, only with the Shuddha In the beginning, we cannot chant the pure name because we're making offenses to the name. Just like sometimes you chant Hare Krishna, but you don't pay attention, that means offense. So you cannot help it because your mind is going in another direction. So That is not Shuddha Nam. That is Nam Aparad. In fact, the basis of all aparad, is inattentive chanting. So well, as long as our chanting is not attentive, that is not śūdhanam, some aparad is there. So Krishna won't fully manifest in that sound. Namabhash means in between, offensive name and pure name. It's like before you see the sun in the morning, some light is coming. aparad is like it's still dark out. (laughs) And namabhash means the light of the sun is showing, but you can't see the sun yet. And shudanam means the sun has come up. So, we have to practice chanting gradually in such a way that our heart becomes purified. When the heart becomes purified from chanting, we can pay more attention, and then our chanting will come from Namaparat to namabhash to shudanam. And when we chant shudanam, then... We can find Krishna fully in that Nam. So it is gradual. Now the chanting is not pure. So how do we get pure? You keep chanting. Even if it is offensive chanting, the only way to be free from offensive chanting is to keep chanting. That's the only way. That shows you the mercy of Krishna Nam. Another question?
0: So how i can be initiated
1: in the shanti well you have to listen to different devotees and amongst those devotees when one devotee becomes very prominent and his talk about krishna his example in krishna consciousness becomes very inspiring to you then you understand, I want to follow Krishna through that devotee. So I want that devotee to be my guru. After listening, after observing, for some time, one feels convinced, this devotee has Krishna consciousness, I can get Krishna consciousness from him. So I want to make a connection with Krishna through that devotee. When that develops, then you approach that devotee and you say that I have listen to you, I have associated with you, and I want to be your disciple. Then he will say whatever he says. He may say, okay, he may say, all right, you wait, you do this, you do that, but you place yourself, a guru vashraya, you place yourself under the shelter of that guru, and then that guru will give so much teaching to you, and then when he decides, he will give the diksha. But... Before he gives a diksha, you have put yourself under his care. That is how you get initiated. You put yourself under the care of the Vaishnav. Then he teaches you and he prepares you for initiation. He wants to prepare you. Just like if I want to plant a flower in the garden, do I just go and put a seed there? No. First I make a hole and I make the ground soft... Maybe I put some fertilizer, other things, and then when I know now it is ready, then I put the seed. And then I put water on the seed, put sunlight. So we put ourselves under the shelter of a guru. Then he prepares the ground of our heart by giving us some service to do and teaching us different things and so forth. This way he prepares the heart. When he sees... uh, the heart is fertile, shraddha yeah. is there, then he puts the seed. And then he puts on top of the seed so many more instructions. Now you do like this, follow this, chant like this, do like this, do like this. And he teaches him, and then the seed grows and develops a flower and fruit. So the first thing is you listen to so many vāśnāvs. One, you become convinced, here I want to take shelter. You make approach, then he says, all right, I will think about you. I will think about you. That is good. Because if some representative of Krishna is thinking about us, then that's good for us, right? Then we know, I'm safe. If Vaishnava is thinking about me. And so he may be doing so many things and dealing with so many people, but he's thinking of you, and that is good for you. This way, gradually, he prepares your heart. That's the system. That is the process. It's like if a young boy falls in love with a young girl, then there's some relationship. And after some time, then we announce that and formalize that with marriage ceremony and vows. But first there's some chemistry. And then each wants to see if this chemistry right. Good chemistry, okay. We make a commitment like that. The so guru wants to test the chemistry of that relationship and see what is the commitment, and so he wants to see that. And disciple also wants to see what is the chemistry. Does he have the knowledge? Can he remove my doubts? I will ask the question. Then, can he remove my doubt? If he can remove the doubt, then I well, then I go forward. Question means you have some doubt if the Guru can answer the question and give the scripture properly, so then the doubt is gone away. If we have Shraddha in scripture and the process, then the doubt will go away. If we have not quite gone that far, then we still have some doubt. So he has to create faith in Shastra and the system and the process and so forth. And the more we know the process of the system, then the easier it is to clear the doubt. Oh yeah, then I understand. As soon as he quotes the shastra, he gets the logic and you understand? Yes?
0: Which one is the more confidential meaning and um, the glory of the Mahamantra?
1: What is the most secret meaning of Mahamantra? Chanting the Nam removes all ignorance. That's a very small thing. A very small virtue of Harinam. That's a big thing, isn't it? To remove all ignorance, is that a big thing?
0: Yeah, and the passion...
1: No, I mean all ignorance. For all ignorance oh, yeah. means sattva tamagun, rajagun. <laughs> okay, yeah. hmm? That is all ignorance. Yeah. So, Harinam has the power to remove all that. That is a big thing. But that is a small virtue of Harinam. What are the big virtues of Harinam? That it has the power to give you Krishna, prema, love of Krishna. mantra means Hari. Hari means Krishna. Hari means Oh Hari, Oh Krishna. And Hare is Hari. If you take Hari and you say Hare, that means Oh Hari. Oh Hari. Respectfully. Vocative is the vocative calling out Oh Hari. So Hare means Oh Hari, Oh Krishna, Oh Ram. So Hari is named for Krishna. Ram is named for Krishna. Krishna is named for Krishna. Or Ram may be named for Balrama also. But he is also Krishna. So the general understanding of this mantra is like that. Secret understanding is Hare is vocative of Hara. It is the secret name for Radha. Krishna is Hari. Hari means who takes away. And Radha is she who takes him away. He is the one who takes away all ignorance. She is the one who takes him away. What is her position? This is the secret of Hare Krishna mantra. Hare Krishna mantra is saying that Krishna is nothing without Radha. Krishna is the supreme God. And you're saying he is nothing without Radha. That is a big secret. Most people you cannot say something about God like that. God is nothing. God is everything. We are saying something very secret. Theologically, very secret. Everyone teaches that God is the supreme object of worship. But we are teaching in Hare Krishna mantra what is God's object of worship. That is the secret Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give the world. So, when you chant Krishna nam in Hare Krishna mantra, Krishna will pay very close attention because it's speaking... Not only about Radha, but about the power of Radha to steal away the heart of Krishna. Krishna will be embarrassed to hear that, and he will want to put his hand on your mouth. That is very secret. You can't tell that to everybody. He will become embarrassed. I am God. But that's true about me. She steals my heart. Who is the guru of Krishna? Radha. He says, I am amipurna tattva, Ami Purananda, I am the supreme truth. Pūna Brahma, the supreme Brahman, but Radhikar prem un matta. The prem of Radha makes me go crazy. I am the supreme God, but the love of Radha makes me go mad. I pass out from that. That is a very secret thing, you understand. In the religious world, nobody knows that. They hardly know God. What to speak about? They know this about God. the secret about God? So if you are singing that secret about God and you do it nicely, purely, then Krishna will want to come and cover your mouth. What does that mean? He will take you back to Godhead. He will take you, he silence you back to Godhead very quickly. This Hare Krishna mantra is about Sambhog it's but the union Milan of Radha and Krishna. That is very confidential. She got Chandra Avibaba Titi Ki Jai Jai Siman. Chaitanamhaprabhuki Jai N Tananda Prabhuki Jai. Oh pramanandi.